This podcast contains explicit content. Hardly Focused presents The Ack and Jack Show. Ack. May I interest you in some after-dinner frantic phone call to my loved one's mints? Jack. I don't know what this is, but you put a lot of effort into it. You are listening to The Ack and Jack Show. The balance beam. I'm putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Hello and welcome to the Ack and Jack Show uh, with Chris Acciardi. My name is Jack Gill. You can get us at ackandjack.com. That is A-C-C and jack.com. Hello, Ack. Hello, Jack. Uh, that sound drop I just played, of course, was Alex Jones from ah uh, yes uh, from court from yes uh, he and having no money for the rest of his life. <laughs> uh, not to be confused with uh, Alex Murda, who is a murderer. <laughs> Have you been following that? No. Okay. Uh, a lawyer. Uh, I'll give you just a short of it. A lawyer from one of the various Carolinas who uh, mm-hmm. was like small town lawyer. Everybody knows the family, you know, mm-hmm. been around for generations. Uh, his kids, one of them was like a raging alcoholic at 17, killed a girl. Uh, I think there was a cover-up involved, and then a few years later, the the father, Alex Murdaugh, then snaps, kills that kid, oh, wow. and then his wife, and uh, today, yesterday, <clears throat> last night, and then this morning, was found guilty of the murder and then sentenced to uh, uh, life without uh, parole. But it Good was, Lord. It was a big case. I just watched a documentary on Netflix, I think, about everything leading up to this trial damn so yeah look him up alex murda uh, you know i'm not gonna lie to you i'm getting really like annoyed and borderline offended at we watch hulu a lot and we don't pay for the premium so we get commercials and like 80 percent of the new hulu programming is like this was a child who went missing 15 years ago Watch as we spend 20 excruciating hours talking to everyone who ever spoke to them and getting zoomed in footage of them crying. <laughs> like it just it's just like a really upsetting genre to me. Like in some instances I get it, like if there's actually an interesting story there, but there's so many of these coming at such a high velocity now. It just kind of feels like exploitative, like grief porn kind of thing. It just really doesn't appeal to me. That's actually a really good way of putting it. Grief porn. Yeah. I've never heard the, that term before. That's that's wow. <clears throat> okay. The big one we keep getting commercials for now is still missing Morgan. I don't know if you've seen any commercials of that. I don't know if I've I've heard of it, but I, 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 now, but I know nothing I know, about m- it. Maybe it's fantastic, but it's every time I watch the commercial, I, I just think this just feels like a few people who were like vague friends of the family thought, hey, you know what we could do to make a ton of money really easily? Talk about our friend's dead kid a bunch. <laughs> like, I, uh, I, now I think I might be wrong. I think with the Alex Murdaugh documentary that I was talking about, mm-hmm. that might just be one installment 
but <clears throat> even then it's maybe an hour and a half, two hours long, but there are some of these and they don't necessarily have to be murder mm-hmm. documentaries, but uh, Pepsi, where's my jet? For example, I don't know if you've, okay. Yep. One. I've heard of that. That one is, I think it's three episodes and it didn't need to be three episodes. And you can tell they were stretching to come yeah. up with enough content to last three episodes. I don't know if it was some production deal that they were contractually obligated to do that, or if they had some uh, buffoon ginger-headed producer who uh, <laughs> overcompensates on everything and and knows that there's a limit and yet pushes it well beyond that limit. Uh, who knows? But... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it was that that was a good documentary. I learned a lot, but I mean, this literally could have been an hour long, right? This could have been yeah. a Wikipedia article. You could definitely tell some networks are way more stringent on, um, like they will require a given show to be like exactly a sh- certain number of episodes, each episode exactly a certain number of minutes, no wiggle room mm-hmm. compared to like I know one that doesn't do that being HBO. Like every episode of The Last of Us wildly varies between like 45 minutes and an hour and 15 minutes anywhere in between. Yeah. Like they could do whatever the hell they want when they say this is a good episode. HBO goes, all right, we trust you. But I think it's a thing like Netflix. They're going to say, and now you're going to squeeze one more episode out of this. We don't care if it's garbage. Now, I don't want to spoil The Last of Us, but um, what did you think of the um, episode with Riley? Did you, do you agree with people that it is so far the weakest episode of the series? No, I loved it. Okay, good. <laughs> I don't the think there's been a sing. I don't think there's been a single bad episode. I think it's been a phenomenal program. Good. Yeah. People were disappointed in that hmm. episode because they thought it, they were, so you're going to have the group of people that, are oh god there's gay people there's the gay people on tv and by the way there's uh we might get to a story about gay people on this episode (laughs) but people are upset about that just like they were upset about uh the the bill and frank episode because Mm -hmm. uh of riley and ellie and then uh they just thought it was filler and they didn't understand why we needed this episode and it all traces back to people that don't seem to realize that this show is based on a video game mm-hmm. and that this is imperative to the story. And yeah, not even that it's, it's also based now. I can understand like if even people who play the game didn't play the DLC because that episode is mm-hmm. based on DLC. Yeah. I, I never played that DLC. I didn't know. I didn't know it was based on the DLC until after it aired. And I saw people talking about that. Yeah. It's like two or three hours long. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, imperative to the backstory, the world building. Mm-hmm. So, and it's th- that, in my opinion, that's one of those episodes where if you don't watch it, I, some of these episodes I think you can skip. I mean, don't skip any of them. But if you're only yeah. watching in pieces, <laughs> I feel like you could like just jump around and maybe be okay. Mm-hmm. The DLC, though, I mean, this episode, like. You, you, no, you got to watch it. This is like the origin story that you need to familiarize yourself with. But uh, anyway, I digress on that. I circle back to mentioning Alex Jones because there's 
All right, I, I got three winners for this episode of, <laughs> of our podcast here. Uh, I will, Ak, I'll let you pick which one we either start with or ultimately end up spending the entire episode <laughs> focusing on, no pun intended. But we've got new bill would eliminate. Uh, uh, let me preface. Let me circle back here. Big market tease. We'll tell you what. Coming up. <laughs> Elim- break. Eliminate what? <laughs> uh, I am at the end of this month going on a vacation with Becky. Mm-hmm. Our first vacation together. Mm. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, we will be traveling to the state of Florida. Who? <laughs> I, I rescind my earlier uh, and replace it with a yes. <laughs> no, I thought you said I thought you said who. <laughs> I don't know why I find that to be humorous. Uh, yeah, so we're going to Florida, so I found it appropriate to to do show prep that would just shit all over the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. Not and, hard to do, as it turns out. I I mean I'll I will shit all over Florida. I will go to Walmart's in Florida while I'm there and take photos of the people that I see. Uh, but I'm still going to have a good time because the weather is going to be nice. It's picturesque yeah. down there. I mean, that's why people go to Florida. <laughs> I just uh, I, I just I I've gone enough times that I know what I'm getting into. But mm-hmm. uh, yes, but I, I am uh, despite my uh, remarks and my sound effects. I am genuinely uh, excited to not only be doing this. Uh, let me tell you, it's nice to be happy again. Uh, first mm-hmm. and foremost, uh, Ak, I don't know. I don't know if I told you. Uh, One hundred. Uh, uh, who's counting at this point? One hundred eighteen days. One hundred seventeen days, and I'll be a free man. Oh, really? Wow! I invite no, you. To, I didn't. <laughs> I invite you to come to my reverse bachelor party. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but um, uh, so I get yeah. Nice to be happy again. Nice to be doing this. Uh, genuinely excited about it. Um, so don't let my uh remarks dissuade you uh, but um so stories we have here a new bill would eliminate florida democratic party uh, hmm. uh governor DeSantis appointee uh, you sent me this one act uh thank you for mm-hmm. this DeSantis appointee to new disney oversight board suggested tap water could turn people gay <laughs> and frogs uh, and then finally, uh, constipation does not kill more people than rifles in the U.S. Uh, so with that, Ak, what would you like to uh, start with? Well, uh, you know, I am partial to uh, to the to the gay water. You know, it would explain why I'm so dehydrated. I just am too masculine and heterosexual. Um <laughs> Okay, but yeah, I mean, those first two do seem like they're going to be pretty interconnected. I'm sure if we talk about one, we'll end up segueing into the other, just in a general fuck Ron DeSantis of it all. Okay, let's do it. All right, so this is coming from CNN.com. Uh, quote them: An appointee to Florida Governor Ron DeSantis's new oversight board in control of Disney's special tax district called homosexuality <laughs> evil last year. And shared a baseless conspiracy theory that tap water could be making more people gay. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, I didn't know about the Reedy Creek Improvement District. Yeah, I didn't either until uh, like a little 
like around a year ago when, uh, you know, a lot of the current culture war stuff about like, oh, Disney's gone woke. We need to boycott Disney for, you know, uh, their wokeness is promoting pedophilia and homosexuality and all that stuff. Around then is when I first learned about this district. And uh, I think at the time it was when DeSantis was threatening to uh, basically take it over, wrench control of it away from Disney Corporation and put it back into the hands of Florida, which it seems uh, is now going to be the case. Well, it seems like it's a lose-lose situation. Like, I mean, obviously, Disney is synonymous with the state of Florida, but you don't necessarily want Disney in control of everything because they pretty much Yeah, oh, I are. totally get that, yeah. <laughs> but But then do you want... DeSantis and his cronies in charge of, uh, I mean, I guess they're in charge of everything, but uh, in charge of more than just everything. Yeah, it's one of those instances where the Republicans came to a reasonable decision, but for the dumbest possible reasons. (laughs) Uh, You know, yeah, hey, giving a corporation total unsupervised control over an area of public land seems like it could be a bad idea. DeSantis agrees because they're going to turn all of our children gay by making us watch 101 Dalmatians or fucking who knows what. <laughs> um, They're going to take the town of uh, Celebration, Florida, and they're going to rename it to Admonishment, Florida. <laughs> uh, that's a vocabulary joke. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you. I had to Google search what the opposite of celebratory is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, according to CNN on Monday the Republican governor appointed Ron Perry an Orlando based former pastor and the CEO of Magic the Gathering I'm sorry the <laughs> gathering no magic no relation yeah, no. No, we're not talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene here <laughs> uh, the, the gathering being a Christian ministry focused on outreach to men uh, sounds pretty gay if you ask me yeah right <laughs> I'd like to reach out to some men, if you don't mind. Uh, Perry will be one of the five people who will now oversee the Reedy Creek Improvement District, uh, the government body that has given Disney unique powers in central Florida for more than half a century. Um, So Perry made comments about homosexuality. He made comments about water. And how that contributes to homosexuality, which I got to be honest with you, didn't know that. <laughs> but it turns out that's probably false. Yeah. So uh, here is the audio from uh, Ron Perry talking about the evils of homosexuality. Why are there homosexuals today? Um, there are any number of reasons, um, you know, that are given. Uh, some would say uh, the increase in estrogen in our societies. You know, there's estrogen in the water from uh, the um, uh, from birth control pills. They can't get it out. But um, the big part I would suggest to you, based upon what it's saying here, uh, is the removal of constraint. Well, you remove the constraints, and then evil occurs. What? I said was there's evil afoot. Evil! evil. 
will you please stop saying that? Evil, 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 evil. <laughs> uh, thank that, you for your testimony, Mr. Perry. <laughs> the SpongeBob clip went on for so long, I forgot what the original sound clip was. <laughs> well, something about a, a constraint. Uh, again, it was all pretty gay. <laughs> Uh, you remove the nipple clamps and evil takes hold. I, again, I don't think it's entirely true that water is turning people gay. It's certainly not turning the frogs gay. No. Mr. Jones. I don't think it's turning human beings gay either. Uh, I love that there are still far too many people out there in the world that find homosexuality to be evil, that it's a sin, that we have to uh, abolish it and, and quash it in this day and age. It, it's, it is very strange. Like, I mean, this is definitely a result of, of living in a bubble, but like, I, I can't remember the last time I've interacted one-on-one with an actual homophobe like it's just become so widespread either supported or at the very least people are ambivalent about it right like we've gotten to a point where i'd I'd say your median american your loves uh the big game and fireworks and cooking on the fourth of july if you ask them what they think about gay people they're now just gonna say Eh, if they're happy, let them be happy. You know, they're, I think, I think we've mostly lost our appetite for that. Like, no, it's creepy and evil and they're going to turn our children gay and make their anuses prolapse and all that, you know, (laughs) fucking nonsense. So when I do hear a story about like an actual honest to goodness, it's satanic. It's an abomination. The homosexual agenda must be repelled and fought back against it's just like a shocking moment of oh right you people exist oh my god i forgot all about you (laughs) uh is it do you think it's because we live in a blue state that you don't know any true homophobes that you don't know anyone who's seriously against this i'm sure that's part of it i'm even talking about just like being on the internet, you know, like, for example, being um, transphobic is the new, very popular thing. Like you'll, you'll find people all over the place who are deeply upset about the epidemic of trans children and all that. Like that's the new thing that does not surprise me at all that people are very angry about, but I really just, it's been a long time since I've seen anyone like posting on Twitter angrily oh, i don't like the gays we need to get rid of them like it just man that's so 2007 i don't know, like get move on well, not in 2007 i mean that's also our formative years right i mean we grew up yeah. in a culture where uh the word gay was thrown around a lot as yeah. just a a more of an adjective to describe something that was uh, just stupid, not yeah. not necessarily <laughs> homosexual. Ah, oh, gay. 
Yeah, exactly. That was super common. Said it all the time without even thinking about it. Gay fucking shit. Uh, I mean, you still, I, you, you still kind of hear that to this day, but people turn their heads now when they do hear it. Uh, there's also a, a term that I'm not going to say out loud. I, uh, because uh, it will very truly offend people, but it is obviously mm-hmm. a slur for homosexuals. But that is mm-hmm. also something that 15, 20 years ago was thrown around like it was nothing. Yeah. And that is definitely that that hits a nerve a lot easier than it did back then. Yeah, absolutely. I have also been of the mind, too, that the people that I knew personally who were very much like proponents of like, you know, like the ones that we grew up with, the ones that like would look at me and be like, Oh, you don't have a girlfriend. Well, then you're gay. Yeah. You must be gay. Hey, Jack Gill's gay. Jack Gill likes boys. Yeah. Guess what? They're gay now. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I don't mean to like, I don't mean to shit on them. I'm just saying it's, it, it sounds like a trope, but the people who uh, are the most like vocal about it, using it as, as a slight, mm-hmm. it turns out yeah. they themselves are gay. And it's almost like a defense mechanism where they maybe they don't want to feel that way, so they're taking it Absolutely. out on others. But then yeah. as we've gotten older, then they realize, hey, you know what? I'm comfortable with it. Yeah. Being miserable and angry all the time kind of sucked, yeah. so I'm going to stop that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that is a well-recorded phenomenon of of projection of, I don't want people to know X about me, so I'm just going to accuse them of X first. <laughs> Do you think uh, Ron Perry is gay? Uh, I mean, I would say not necessarily. <laughs> I do think there's plenty of straight men out there who are deeply homophobic for religious and general bigotry reasons. But you know what? If we were to find out... He would he wouldn't be the first male Republican with a history of anti-gay discrimination to get caught, uh, you know, with some rendezvous at a uh, at an airport bathroom, so to speak. <laughs> it's kind of like the uh, is it Tennessee right now? They're they're trying to sign uh, something uh, against drag performances. And it turns out the yeah. governor himself is a drag performer or was a drag performer. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and that's. An, an interesting phenomenon as well. Um, I don't know how much we want to get into this, but uh, uh, something I've thought about and found really fascinating is the overlap between deeply homophobic bro culture and being pretty gay. Like it was a big thing when, uh, what's his name? Madison Cawthorn. Was that the congressman? Yeah. And that sounds it, uh, right, yeah. Uh, a, a bunch of um, videos came out. Maybe we talked about this at the time. I don't recall, but um, of him, like at dance clubs, like bumping and grinding against other men and him saying, you know, people were starting to spread theories like, Oh, see, you're, you're actually gay. That's why you're so homophobic. And he was coming out and saying, no, no, that was just a, a friend of mine. We were just fooling around. We'd razz each other by, you know, like getting naked and rubbing our genitals on each other was like a prank. And, that sounds absurd and ridiculous on its face, but I believe him because I do think there is this kind of 
bro attitude of like super hyper toxic masculinity that is like ah oh, bro i'm going to suck your dick bro but like fuck you fag or what you know like really offensively homophobic while also playing really fast and loose on that borderline of whether or not the behavior itself is gay and i think it's problematic i think it's uh just one of those really super weird things that uh hopefully we can move away from in the future and stop having all of these uh unbelievably toxic men uh you know sort of doing things appropriating the homosexual community to make fun of each other basically right right I don't know if any of that was coherent. No, it, it, you know, <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. It, so it got me thinking. Let's, let's go back a little bit. Talking about the transphobe culture, mm-hmm. right? Because you're, yeah. you're seeing, like you said, the same thing right now where there's a, an unhealthy number of people in the world, not just our country, but in the world that are viewing transgender people as an enemy. Yeah, as evil, just as these jabronis in Florida are viewing homosexuals, mm-hmm. and don't don't forget too, those two don't necessarily go hand in hand, right? Yeah, uh, but I want to pick your brain on this, mm-hmm. if, if I may, if I may, quickly tangentialize. Uh, one year ago tomorrow, the fourth of May is is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Just so we can timestamp the recording of March. this episode of March. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> It's the third month of the uh, Gregorian calendar, I believe. Yes. We have not yet entered the Timberlake month. Okay. Uh, March 4th, uh, 2022 was my last day working for WB Games. Mm-hmm. A, a, uh, the, formerly the place I couldn't talk about. Yes. Uh, part two. <laughs> now, WB Games recently released a game called Hogwarts Legacy, mm-hmm. which I... Don't think my name is in the credits for that one. I think that's this is the first major release. Maybe Gotham Knights. I don't know. But th- my name is definitely not in the credits for this one. That, 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 right. That's how long it takes them to remove <laughs> uh, former yeah. former employees from the, the, the credits of uh, the products that they release. But so mm-hmm. but, you know, I, I want to say, though, I'm very I'm honestly happy my name isn't in the credits for that game because I yeah. don't want to be associated with. It's not that I don't want to be associated with Harry Potter. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Harry Potter. I'm not like big into Harry Potter, but like, and I have no interest in this game because it just, I I think it just would bore me immediately, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to be associated with JK Rowling. Yeah. I, I just, I, I can't and just in all good conscience. And were I still working for that company, which I'm, uh, incredibly happy. To mm-hmm. not be working for that company. Just thinking yeah. about uh, how I was up until March 4th of last year and where I'm at now. Taking a chance, leaving you know uh, a job that I had held for a decade that uh, seemed very secure, mm-hmm. that uh, you, you could probably kill a man and not lose your job, yeah. uh, for better or for worse. Uh, and then just taking a big leap and just thinking of all the the good that has happened in my life since then. But anyway, yeah. were I still working for that company, 
I would probably be encouraged to uh, go on social media and because uh, that's what they would do. They'd encourage people to go on their their personal social media, their uh, LinkedIn, what have you, and you got to disclaim that you work for the company, but then you got to peddle the product. No, yeah. fuck you. I'm not going to peddle this shit. Yeah. Fuck the transphobe universe world creator that yeah. that made this. They're obviously the companies trying to distance themselves from her, but they can only do it so much. Yeah, exactly. I did see one funny post that was like the entire marketing strategy of Hogwarts Legacy is hoping and praying the series creator does not acknowledge the game. <laughs> <laughs> now, you had posted something on Facebook about how you also uh, something like uh, there, there are plenty of games out there I'd rather play instead. Yeah, that's basically my attitude is um. I, unlike you, I was very into Harry Potter. I, I'm not like as vehemently as some people we knew, but, uh, you know, I liked it. I, I liked the books a lot and I have watched some footage and read some information about the game. And it seems like a game that on its own face value, I would probably enjoy. But yeah, just solely because of the reputation of JK Rowling, uh, I, am not going to buy it personally. Um, and you know, my, my joke on Facebook was it, thankfully I'm, I've got about 500 other games on my, you know, steam wish list and <laughs> Nintendo switch eShop wish list. Like I could easily boycott this game and never even notice because I have so many other games that I still need to get to. So it's, you know, fine. But, uh, yeah, it's just, um, same as you, not comfortable with the association. And and I'm not here to judge. I, I know people who I like who have bought Hogwarts Legacy and have been playing it and are enjoying the game. And they've given their justification for it. They've said, you know, oh, fuck J.K. Rowling. You know, she's not involved in this. I, you know, I still love the universe, even if I, I don't like her anymore. Um, And that's fine. I, I don't want to, like, tisk tisk anyone who, you know who can justify for themselves buying it. That's fine. Um, all I know is for me personally, I've tried very hard in recent years to listen to people who are actually relevant to the topic at hand. So like, this is a funny thing for me to say as a white man hosting a podcast to another white man hosting a podcast, but I get kind of sick when a bunch of white men sit around and like give their opinions on things. Like you'll get a panel on the news of like five white hosts all saying like, is racism real? Has black lives matter gone too far? And it's like, I don't really give a shit what your opinion is on that. I think we should listen to black people when it comes to yeah. is black lives matter. Good. Yeah. Exactly. And on the issue of, on the issue of is J.K. Rowling a transphobe, all of the trans people I know seem to think so. And I trust them on that subject more than I would trust myself as a cis person. <laughs> so it's as simple as that. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I was thinking about this recently. I would like to think of myself as a self-hating white man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, I was thinking of that dead dumbass who uh does the dilbert comics oh god yeah which i i love dilbert 
and had no idea that Scott Adams is just a full blown right wing racist douchebag. But like him calling like black people a hate group, like mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck are you doing, man? Well, I mean, that's just dude, like you could have just kept your mouth shut and just gone into the sunset, like quietly with a nice legacy behind you of a successful comic strip. But mm-hmm. you just you just decided that bridge was just too nice. It didn't need to exist anymore. It, it looked nicer on fire. Yep. Uh, but he says that like, oh, I, I, I feel like I'm about to really cross some lines here. He's calling black people a hate group. Mm-hmm. No, dude, you're making white people seem like a hate group. Yeah. I feel like white people are a hate group. That's why I feel like I, I, I have no issues calling myself a self-hating white person. Because think of people like Ron Perry. Yeah, it's just it's in what you said earlier about uh, just, you know, white men giving their opinions. Yeah, it's it's the same thing with, uh, again, like just replace race or or gender identity with with, uh, well, actually still gender identity. The, uh, you know, the Me Too movement. I know a lot of men when when women started talking about the prevalence of sexual harassment and assault they'd faced from men. A lot of men got very defensive and were like, yeah, well, I've never sexually harassed anyone. I've never sexually assaulted anyone. Why you got to be attacking me over this? And I understand that gut reaction. Like, I really do. Nobody likes to feel like they're being singled out or attacked for things they didn't do. But it is important to see where the other side is coming from. If a woman has had experiences that lead to her being uncomfortable around men, even if that's not your fault, have a shred of fucking empathy and understand where they're coming from. Yeah. (laughs) And I, and I, and I feel like, uh, uh, white people severely lack that ability. Yeah. I have never, I'd like to think done anything aggressively hate crimey, but if a black person sees me and goes, oh, God, I'm uncomfortable around you because white men have been ruining my life my entire existence, my reaction would probably be, ah, oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Get no argument from me. I, I see where you're coming from, man. Sorry that that's the case, but yeah, I get it. But unfortunately, it's the people in power because there's yeah. also, I mean, that it's it's sadly, it's a small percentage, but it's also a... Like, it's a small percentage that has a vast amount of influence. Yeah. Um, And it's the larger percentage that goes unheard. Yeah. Um, The fact that, like, going back when talking about, you know, a woman feeling comfortable around a man. And if a man, if, if his response begins with, yeah, well... Oh, God, dude, put a gun in your mouth and pull the trigger. <laughs> well, oh. actually. Yeah, I I now. I left WB games. I didn't leave because they were putting out Hogwarts Legacy. I didn't mm-hmm. leave because I felt uncomfortable being associated with uh, a transphobe, a, a person of influence and power who is an open transphobe. I didn't leave because of that. I left because of the people that I directly worked with. Mm-hmm. I'm now I'm not naming names and I'm not saying yeah. it was anybody who has like uh you know a degree of power within the company. 
I'm talking mm-hmm. literally about the people that every day I had to work with. And there was one of those people who was just adamant that they were right about everything. Mm-hmm. Everyone else around them is wrong. And would would everything was an argument. And it always began with, yeah, well. And they're the same kind of person that stupid Kanye West is, for example. Where, yeah. Where, or... Not not just Kanye West, but the people who are out there defending Kanye, or the people out there that are defending Andrew Tate, uh, yeah. all these sorts oh, of people, God. and Scott Adams, the ones who, if uh, uh, anything out of your mouth that is not decrying these people, mm-hmm. if if you are if if anything you say is not decrying them, then you are part of the problem, and you're no better yeah. than them. Uh, the devil doesn't need an advocate. I'm also not calling the person I'm talking about. I'm not calling them a racist or a misogynist or a, you know, a homophobe, whatever. I'm just saying that they were a narcissistic douchebag who couldn't take any uh, accountability. Yeah. That, that was, I'm sure we all know the type. They're they're, they're the kind of person who uh, would have kids. Their kids are going to, you know, grow up to be incredibly successful people and they're just going to be shitting on them. They're going to be the type that will be sitting there. That could have been me. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. Yeah, exactly. I'm going too far into the weeds here. But, um, yeah, there are unfortunately a lot of awful people in the world and it sucks to have to sit back and say, well, we just have to live with it. I mean, mm-hmm. we do because then there are the people out there. Well, we need to, we need to, uh, there needs to be change. Like, dude, anyone that says that is all talk and no action. There's yeah. not a lot of action going on. And I really just sadly think there's not going to be a lot of action going on. Because unfortunately, there's a lot of uh, uh, conservative conservative white men in power that mm-hmm. would rather immediately say homosexuality is a sin, uh, yep. uh, tra- being transgender is a sin. Yeah, I, I do want to quickly before before I forget or before we move on, I, I, I want to strongly recommend if you have like an hour and a half to kill to any listeners out there. Uh, if you want a better take on the whole J.K. Rowling thing, because I know there is still a lot of a lot of people still come out in defense of her as not a transphobe, right? Like the New York Times just recently came out with a, an editorial, um, like very, I don't know if it was front page, but it was very like heavily pushed by the art, by the paper um, in defense of J.K. Rowling. Um, and so if you're unsure what the kerfuffle is, or you just you think it's all blown out of proportion. A fantastic video was done by a ContraPoints, who is a trans YouTuber. Um, she has I, I recommend all of her videos. They're fantastic. She has a video called J.K. Rowling where she just goes through uh, the history of all of J.K. Rowling's comments on transgender issues and sort of breaking them down and explaining exactly what the problem is even if they seem more innocent to someone who may not know all the history. And one thing I think she does in all of her videos that is very good and very important is she comes at it from an angle of compassion. Like she's not hosting the video as JK Rowling is a terrible person. She's awful and she needs to be stopped. She comes at it from an angle of, I'm going to assume J.K. Rowling is a good person who thinks she's doing the right thing. And I'm going to walk through why she isn't. And I think that's a really good way to approach these issues. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck, dude. Damn. But people don't do that. 
No. No, they don't do that at all. <laughs> they they're they're quick to just pull the trigger and and then stand back and look shocked that I just shot someone and they're bleeding profusely. Yeah. Why exactly. did you let me do yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Some people just rather uh you know nuke the bridge from orbit. Yeah. That's that's what like I know some people who've said like if you buy Hogwarts Legacy you're a bad person. I don't believe that. I I'm not comfortable buying it, but if you fair listener have purchased it and think you are not a transphobe, I'm inclined to believe you. Your reasons are your own and they are not for me to judge. Um you know, I I hope you enjoy the game. <laughs> If 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 it's really good and I'm really bored, I may pirate it one day. I will cut that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not cutting that. (laughs) Uh, I I will I will put a compilation together of me talking about my former employer and then you saying that. (laughs) And I'll submit that as my resume as I beg for my job back. Oh, I'm never doing that. (laughs) Only an idiot would do that. Uh, Anyway, white people. Thank you, OJ. Uh yeah. Um fuck. <laughs> Do we want to talk about our other Florida idiot for a bit? <laughs> yeah, we can. Good job. I had a I had a thought. And that, when you go and cut that, it just fucking threw me through a loop. <laughs> uh no, I'm not I don't cut shit. I don't cut shit out of this podcast. <laughs> Well, sometimes uh, if I cut if I cut anything, I'll tell you this. I, I rarely go through and edit things out of of the podcast. In fact, Ak, you said something 20 minutes ago that I actually mm. wrote down, cut this out. And then I thought about yeah. it. No, because it's a contextual thing. And it actually yeah. made sense for the discussion. I'm not going to cut it out. See if you can guess what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And that is a problem I have sometimes. I've, I've definitely gotten into character before, like making fun of assholes and then while doing that said some things that i then go "Ooh, i'm glad no mixed company heard that but yeah, but there's context you know. behind it yeah it wasn't, i'd like yeah. to think it's obvious that the kind of person i was imitating when speaking is a terrible person for whom i wish nothing but contempt <laughs> yeah um I fucked up the outro of the last episode that we recorded and actually went back and like sat down, pulled the uh, uh, mic up and actually redid the outro to the show and did the whole mm-hmm. like, all right, and for the rest of you, we'll talk at you next time. See you. Bye. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> and I don't ever do that. That's how that mm-hmm. I because I, I just don't do that. I want everything to just flow naturally. And yeah. if I stumble over myself and lose my train of thought, leave it in there. Yeah, that's called authentic. It's called being human. Yep. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, Ron DeSantis. No, actually, this isn't DeSantis. Well, I think DeSantis had a, a hand in this. Um, yeah, this was not him directly, but someone in his Florida Republican Party. Did he appoint this person? Was this? A, well, let's see. State senator. No, he would have been elected. Okay. Uh, according to WESH.com, a new bill would eliminate the Florida Democratic Party. Uh, Spring Hill Republican Senator Blaze Ingolia, I believe it's Ingolia, mm-hmm. uh, has filed SB 1248, which would be called the Ultimate Cancel Act. 
that's what I was going to talk about earlier when I got sidetracked is cancel okay. culture because you said you said Hogwarts legacy like whatever I I I was thinking maybe I'll get it if you know it's a freebie on one of the many services, um, mm-hmm. but then I wanted to you know go into you know my favorite one of my favorite bands brand new even though we canceled the front man from that band you know uh, six years ago almost mm-hmm. but I'm still gonna listen to them. I'm still yeah. a fan. I still love them, but it's yeah. you know that's a whole that's that's a discussion for a different time. Anyway, that's why I was yeah. going to bring them. Anyway, okay. Uh, seeing the ultimate cancel act made me think of that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, the article says while it does not mention the Democratic Party's name, uh, SB twelve forty eight would direct the Florida Division of Elections to quote immediately cancel the filings of a political party to include its registration and approved status as a political party. If the party's platform has previously advocated for or been in support of slavery or involuntary servitude uh, under the bill. Now, this is where you could hy- hypothesize where you could mm-hmm. come out and just say, well, they could be talking about any political party. They could be talking <laughs> about the Green Rainbow Party. They could be talking about the pizza party of which I, <laughs> of which I'm a proud member. The Lemon Party. When I uh, last time I went to go vote. Um, the kind-hearted elderly man at my polling place, because they're all old. They're, they're, oh yeah, they're always they're, they're, there's nothing but dinosaurs working there. And every time I go to vote, I you know once a year, twice a year, I get the the notification in the mail that says uh, update your voter registration. If you don't, you'll be taken off the active voter list and what. And they make it seem like it's a big threatening thing. And all you mm-hmm. have to do is just go to your polling place, walk in and be like, hey, uh, you, you just need to put me back in the system. Yeah. Um, it, it saves one step. And I uh, am just lazy. But anyway, I go to, uh, you know, put myself back on the active voter list and the kind hearted elderly gentleman says, and, uh, what's your uh, political party, son? And I just go, the, uh, <laughs> pizza party. Uh, could you say, <laughs> could you speak up, son? Uh, I think I'm undecided. <laughs> I chose pizza party cause it was an option. <laughs> I didn't write it in. It was like, you, you look at you look, Republican Democrat, uh, undecided green rainbow pizza party. Well, I'd be a fool not to select that one. But then I realized I have to say this out loud. Yeah, it's like if you, uh, you know, you're giving out. It's Stefan did this. Our friend Stefan, my old roommate Stefan, did this applying for a job somewhere when he had to give his email address. And it was something like, I hate myself and I want to die 69420 at gmail.com. <laughs> like when you say it out loud, it sounds bad. You realize maybe you shouldn't make decisions like this. Yeah, the 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 email address I thought was witty in sixth grade hasn't held up very well. When you do things <laughs> like this when you're on Zoom and then you go into a court hearing that's on Zoom and you you have to say your name out loud. Your name's not Buttfucker three thousand, you yoho. Which, by the by, I had to make sure because my um, uh, earlier this week I had my my court hearing with uh, Kate to mm-hmm. uh, now make the divorce official, but it was over Zoom, and I spent like a half an hour combing through my Zoom to make sure there were, n- A, no buttfucker 3000 or anything <laughs> of the sort, and then B, clearing anything related to this podcast. 
Yeah, because the last thing I need is the judge to be like, what is hardly focused? Yeah, yeah. Could you could you explain that for me? No, no, I I could not. But thank you. <laughs> I literally am not capable of doing so. <laughs> I in general, I'm incapable of like describing the podcast. Becky's mm-hmm. sister asks me, uh, in all sincerity, a few weeks ago, she's like, "So, what is your podcast about?" It's been 14 years almost, and every time someone asks what's your podcast about, I respond with, uh, uh, that's a good question. It's a podcast about nothing. I'm glad you had that ready to go. I'll tell you, I had the whole like three minute long theme song loaded into the board and realized I always cut it off about five seconds into it. So I mm-hmm. finally went in and truncated the file. So I yeah. don't have to, I mean, what I should have just let it ride, but um, yeah, whatever. it's one of those things that would probably go from like, okay, that's funny that he played the bit. Then it's like, okay, it's getting a little cringy that it keeps going. Okay. Now it's really funny that he's still doing it. Okay. Now it's annoying again. Okay. Now it's really fucking funny that he's playing the whole thing. <laughs> it's like, I played a drop from Twister during the last episode and it's like two minutes long. I'm like, I'm playing the whole fucking thing. <laughs> when you start this, you don't stop. Yep. Uh, but yeah, whenever people ask me what the podcast is about, I'm like, fuck, you think I, you know, would have spent the last 14 years coming up with a good description of it. I'm going to be honest. I've never listened to it. I mean, there's truth to that statement. There really is. I mean, it's so easy to come out and be like, Duh, my podcast, uh, I read product reviews for an hour. Okay. Like, at least there you have a theme to your show, right? Mm-hmm. So I do a murder mystery podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's cool. Like, what am I? Uh, my friend Ack and I, uh, we talk about, like, stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's literally what it is, but it doesn't sound good when you're saying it out loud. Yeah. It's not enthralling. It doesn't grab people's attention. Uh, so I guess my goal now, my New Year's <clears throat> resolution for the year 2023, which, by the way, we're three months into it, is to uh, <laughs> come up with a good way of explaining this podcast to someone who doesn't know anything about it, but might have a vested, genuine interest in it. And to, okay. Laura, and to Laura, I say, I'm sorry. I hope you give me another chance. <laughs> And have fun with Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay. Wow. Uh, Let me start this over. WESH.com. Spring Hill Republican Senator Blaze Ingolia has filed SB 1248, which would be called the Ultimate Cancel Act. Under the bill, registered Democrats would be automatically re-registered as having, quote, no party affiliation. Okay. That's where it gives it away. Mm -hmm. At that point, you you can't say they're not targeting the Democratic Party. Right. First of all, I just want to say I've never been more disappointed in the citizens of Spring Hill Zone. Um, <laughs> I, I only just registered that that's the name of the town. <laughs> but, uh, uh, actually, it's a Spring Yard Zone. <laughs> and it is, um, it is the third level of the first Sonic the Hedgehog game on the Sega Genesis. Thank you very much. There's nothing more cool than being hugged by someone you like. But if someone tries to touch you in a place or in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable, that's no good. Good to know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Continue. Uh, One thing that is deeply funny, right? So uh, let me see if the quote here. um, 
Well, anyway, at one point, he did this thing that a lot of Republicans do of instead of saying Democratic Party, he said Democrat Party, which I don't know why that's such a thing, right? It's become like a huge source of contention where liberals online will be like, it's the Democratic Party and conservatives who want to piss them off will say, oh, the Democrat Party. I, I don't give a shit. I don't know what the difference is supposed to be, but it's a thing. Well, anyway, it sounds this like an, guy said, wait, go ahead. It sounds like an attack. Like, oh, the Democrat Party. Like, yeah, it's it's me- it's meant that way. I just don't really get why it pisses people off so much. But anyway, well, look at this um, guy. He's a Democrat. Like, really? Yeah. Is that all you got? That's the best you could come up with? Yeah. So because this guy in the bill or in his talking about it referred to the Democrat Party when it is, in fact, called the Democrat Ick Party, I did see one uh commenter say it would be really funny if this gets passed and then is completely ineffective because he had it dismantle a party that doesn't exist by calling it the wrong name (laughs) (laughs) uh it does mention here too the democrat democratic party Mm -hmm. uh democratic party officers could reorganize see at that point you said the democrat party officer like it doesn't make any sense democratic party officer okay thank you to whoever wrote this article I should be crediting the person who wrote this article, but I'm I'm not that bright. Um, they the the party could reorganize, but only under a substantially different name. So like nothing, it sounds like nothing that closely resembles the word Democrat or Democratic. Yeah, we're the Elephant Party. Yeah, well, I mean, isn't that is the case in a couple states already? I think um, is it Minnesota? Where it's called like the Workers' Families Party instead of the Democratic Party. Uh, I uh, let's find out. Wor- was it Workers' Family Party? Workers' Family Party. No, Workers' Family Party is in New York. I-, I swear, there's one in Minnesota that has a different name. Yeah, Democratic Farmer Labor Party is what it's called in Minnesota. It sounds Democratic in it though. Yeah, is that just to like signify that it's? The Democratic Party. They just don't want to be under that name. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know why it has a different name. I just know I'd seen that in the past and filed that away in my brain as, huh, that's neat. They should just put like a sub or a superscript and be like, the Democratic Party presents. <laughs> just have it in small text. So like you're still signifying that it's affiliated with the Democratic Party. But, it, you know, it's not the first thing that jumps out at you. The Democratic Party 5, Skyrim. Todd Howard, you've done it again. (laughs) (laughs) The Democratic Party and Verizon present. The Florida Democratic Party, as this article says, issued this statement in response. Quote, presenting a bill that would disenfranchise 5 million voters is both unconstitutional and unserious. Mm -hmm. That's how you know they're serious. <laughs> uh, under Ron DeSantis, Senator Ingolia is using his office to push bills that are nothing more than publicity stunts instead of focusing on the issues that matter most to Floridians, such as reforming property insurance, addressing housing affordability, hurricanes, and combating climate change. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, combating climate change, hurricanes. I was trying to throw in a funny, and it turns out literally the next thing at the end of the <laughs> sentence was uh, you could say hurricanes, it would make perfect sense. 
Yeah. Uh, it goes on to say the sooner DeSantis and his puppets in the legislature learn that Florida is a democratic republic and not a banana republic, the better it will be for all fl- Floridians. Mm hmm. And good statement. I mean, look, the the Florida Democratic Party obviously isn't doing well. Florida, uh, I think it was what in twenty twenty two midterms, I believe every single state in the union trended blue except Florida, which trended dramatically red. I could su- be wrong. I could be wrong on that. So don't quote me on that explicitly. But does it surprise I know, you? I know that Florida is is trending far redder than uh pretty much anywhere else in the country. So while I like that statement, I'm not convinced that those things actually are important to the average Florida voter. <laughs> but uh, You know, it's like, obviously let them, I mean, this, this could potentially be going against everything I, I said earlier in this episode, but you know, let them contribute, let them feel like they're contributing. But if you could just put them in a corner <laughs> and let them just be in their corner, then I think that would be fine. Quite literally, yeah. a corner of the country, and that's where they are. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, I very much agree with the notion that it's unserious, and I just think it's it's fascinating. Now, you know, the Republicans, they act as if what they're doing is in defense, is 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 in response to Democrats starting these incredibly weird online niche fights like ah you want to cancel everything so we'll cancel you or ah you want everything to be woke well we're not gonna be woke and it's like dude like five democrats out of 70 million like made cancel culture a thing and then you responded to that by doubling down on it for a decade and being obsessive about it way beyond any level that anyone ever cared on the left. Like it's just gotten to this point now where they are the ridiculously online party, right? I, I, I strongly agree with that. You know, you've got, you got grampy Biden who's up there. If you were to ask him, you know, are you woke? His answer would be, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't have a goddamn clue what the fuck you're talking about? Yes, I'm because awake. He's a, because he's a normal person. He's just a regular guy. And most Democrats are just regular people who are like, oh, yeah, the economy. Yeah, eggs are pretty expensive. We should do something about that. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, insulin. Yeah, no, insulin prices should definitely be lower. That makes sense. And then your average Republican is like, the liberals are going to force my children to become trans. We have to change the bathroom locks all across the country to stop them. And everyone's just like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> Calm down. What is going on with you? I need to look it up. I was in the Reebok store a while back and they, you know, the word unisex. Yeah. So I guess uh, we can't say unisex anymore. Really? Yeah. Cause Reebok, um, it was, it was selling shoes that, I mean, they're unisex, but they're mm-hmm. not calling it unisex. And I'm, I'm sounding like a fool right now. Cause I can't find the word that they were using to describe it, but okay. it, uh, yeah, it's like they came up with a new word, a new term mm-hmm. that replaces that, that signifies uh, that, you know, these are for both men and women, mm-hmm. but they don't want to call it that. Right. Huh. 
I don't know. Well, see, that's now I don't know if I'm sounding like a, a dick in because like, look, if you want to call that, that's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm thinking like, but why? What was wrong with the word unisex? Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. I I mean, I don't know if people a lot of these things, you know, are things people genuinely like don't have a problem with or care about. And then, uh, you know, activists will sort of like preemptively, uh, you know, make a change before anyone wants it just to try to like get ahead of the curve. It might have been genderless. I could be wrong. I just I Google searched uh, the new word for unisex. And I have a feeling like genderless jumped out at me. I have a feeling that's what they're calling it. Yeah. I mean, that's doesn't seem better. That just seems different. I, I don't really get why that would be <laughs> like preferable. Well, it's like like you're changing the word. But why? Yeah. Like I get like if the intention was, oh, we're trying to just be you know more inclusive. You kind of called attention to yourself. And it's yeah, not is go- that more inclusive. I don't know if it is yeah. like that's what's confusing. Yeah, like you're kind of. <laughs> yeah, you are calling attention to yourself, but not in the way that you thought you would. Like yeah. you're not getting the result that you, you probably thought you were going to get. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, uh, oh, and by the way, um, there is no correlation between being constipated and, and gun deaths. Yeah, I didn't think that that was the thing anyone was claiming until I saw your article. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to go into it because uh, for once, I'm, I'm going to experiment with something in this episode and go out while I still have the high, the adrenaline high. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's uh, the Associated Press was nice enough to go out and uh, fact check a claim that more people last year died from constipation than uh, gun related deaths. I appreciate it when they do like in-depth fact checks of things for which I would personally just want to, my fact check would be, no, are you fucking stupid? (laughs) (laughs) That, that would be my fact check. (laughs) I don't need to explain myself. Are you just fucking stupid? Uh, Well, anyway, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Um, for the, uh, rest of you, I just want people to know that I can't spell as I'm trying to find the sound drop. I got it. Hey, <laughs> I believe he said he had to go pee. So that's what I'm going to do. Uh, if there's anything that we talked about, uh, is controversial as it was during this episode of the show, Anything uh, that you want to leave feedback about, or if you have questions, whatever, you can do that at hardlyfocus.com slash contact. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ak, have a good weekend. Thank you. Same to you. Thank you. And for the rest of you, we'll talk at you next time. See ya. Bye. Goodbye. may not have happened.